Hello, everybody, and welcome to the HSBG podcast, episode 28. I'm your host, Educator Collins, and I've realized that my lights are not on, but I have one light on, and it's a, but it's a different vibe, you know, but yeah, welcome to this episode. I'm here with a constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady Bunny, how you doing? I am well. Thank you for asking, Collins. How are you today? I'm pretty good, generally. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think I've been feeling all right, at least today, you know. Not Frogs aren't getting you down? Nah, uh, the crippling depression isn't today, so <laughs> good, man. Anyways, you know, a uh, lot of... I, I guess um, the meta hasn't changed since last week, right? There hasn't been a patch or anything, right? They, they I guess, tend to do patches two weeks or so, right? So, um I'm thinking next week there'll be a patch, but generally it's kind of been the same meta, except this time I know what I'm talking about now. I've actually played, so I can now contribute. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I definitely feel uh, what you've been talking about last week in terms of uh, what's strong <laughs> and what's not. I agree. <laughs> Your statement, you know, I, I have learned and uh, tested myself, so... Definitely on agreement there, but uh, we always start off with our weekly out of grounds overview. Just kind of talks about how we feel, how the meta has been good. I've generally been playing, definitely been climbing. Da da da. Every time I don't get master win, I'm a little bit sad because I'm like, oh man, if I played a week ago, I'd be getting every other game. But other than that, you know, generally it's been relatively good. Been, been you know, having as much fun as you can in this meta, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm I'm definitely dealing with the meta better where I still have a lot of fun games. Some games it is a little silly where I, I think a particular thing I, I dislike is where I'm on seven gold. I've leveled the three to turn before that. And then I get a bad shop. And in the previous meta, that was a slam dunk level. level yeah. didn't, didn't have to think about it. Yeah. And now... I have to be in a really good spot to be able to afford that level because otherwise I'm going to take too much damage and there's not enough of a payout at four, five, six to not just stay on three for another two or three turns in my experience. Now, if you're really high rolling, sure, because you can still have a really high rolling game and just go to six, do some crazy shit. But if you have a normal start, so usually it's Panda, right? If you're playing Panda, you're like, oh, I got like a, like I had a Panda game earlier where I like bear off for three extra coins. I got the perfect hero powers. Everything was smooth. I was strong. I was rich. And they're like, yeah, sure. Then I leveled there. But I think in most cases, and that makes me a little sad because then the game just comes down to, oh, I guess I'm just going to roll here and I just need to get good minions or I'm dead. And, you know, that was different in a previous meta. But overall, I've, uh, yeah, I've started to appreciate it more where, I still think the meta is awful. <laughs> Let me be very upfront about that. But, you know, just there are things you can do to get better results. And just like finding those nuances, knowing, okay, this is where I roll. This is where I buy. This is where I level. This is where I swap into, you know, a different composition. This is where I do poison. Some Something that I do a lot more now in the late game is just, okay, how many beasts players are in the lobby? And I'll just go to six and I'll start hunting zaps where I like legit play a golden zap because it's four attacks. So even if they play around it, if it's not a spore, you're still going to get to the Baron. So that feels pretty good. When you have a golden bear, like <laughs> you kill like the rat pack and then you kill the Baron. 
so overall yes um it's been good also steadily climbing figuring out what works figuring out what works a little less uh but yeah i can cannot wait for a more balanced meta for sure yeah you did remind me of like i was hearing some other players some streamers complaining about the meta and just saying oh it's not fair and i was like oh i i'm not like having that like issue because I'm not like focusing on my MMR, but I can see if you are like trying to climb as fast and as quickly and efficiently as possible, where it starts being frustrating where you level to three, you don't get the two six, and you're just yeah. like, damn, I've Crap. you know, I've I've lost. <laughs> I can't you know, you know essentially. Well, this is yeah, so my reaction and this this is what's allowing me to climb still is if I don't have an obscene high roll, like let's say you know you've got like two frogs and you got pairs and you can triple into Baron, like you have a way out, right? Or you have two whelp smugglers and you're just popping off. If I don't have that, right, and I'm just my my standard game plan is to go for Doomsayer because I think that's the one that's the strongest. If I hit, if I don't hit it in the next couple of turns, a lot of it is just like, oh, I cannot play for number one or maybe even number two anymore. I just hard hard pivot into juggler like i do that quite often right now and i just start killing people and i just say like i cannot compete with anyone that got a doomsayer right now like i just cannot so i have to just start killing people start dealing 15 to them so the game speeds up and i can get my top four top three and that's been working pretty well because you've got Meccano tank now as well if mechs are the year reminded me i had a game with zephyrus right, i cool. had double juggler and golden Meccano tank yes and yes was... i had golden Meccano tank golden juggler golden i actually had two golden jugglers the... and a golden Meccano that, that tank. was me that was me that... you had that too okay <laughs> i killed the beast players and i got second because yes, it's, it's pretty funny right i told my chat like that's the scene when you have all that ammo loaded up where the guy was like just start shooting everything you know and like two void lords it, it can be fun right in that regard it can be fun but it is silly that if on say nine gold you're on tier three you're like well pack it in boys we're not winning this game it's not happening i don't have a doomsayer yet yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah anyways because you are seeing you know your opponents are getting those right like if yeah, you're not yeah, getting yeah. the doomsday your opponents are getting the doomsday so someone's getting the doomsday yeah so you're, you're behind yeah, and, and when the games are decided that early, it just doesn't feel great if you're, like, trying to climb, trying to be strong, you know? Like, God forbid you're in a tournament, and that's the situation, right? Like, what do you even do? <laughs> <laughs> Go jugglers and kill people, because not much else is going to work. Yeah, so I, I, definitely, I definitely understand the frustration in this meta, especially if you're trying to climb, trying to be uh, as high-rated as possible. So that's just something... I have noticed uh, and I have heard that other people are struggling to, you know, really enjoy the meta when it it feels bad, I guess is, is what I'll say. But uh, moving on, uh, we usually talk about a hero, a minion, you know, I think we'll bring that back. I think this hero I want to talk about this week was Tess, yes, because everyone always likes talking about Tess when there's a new patch slash expansion everyone's always like damn everyone's playing the same comp Tess is amazing i can play the same comp as my opponents and take their good stuff and i would have to say I, honestly sometimes that is true like yeah <laughs> dude like 
if Vsurin demons are out, tests tests can really pop off. I've had a couple games where five people are beasts. So six people are beasts because I'm also gonna be beast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna take that. And it's 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 like very unfair, right? Because you fight someone, they have like Frogger, Frogger, Macaw, Baron. And then you're like, yeah. okay, take Frogger, Frogger, Macaw, Baron. Next person has like Frogger, Macaw, doesn't have the Baron. You're like, I don't care, I've got my Baron. Da, 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 da. You find the Baron in the shop. Next person has Baron. Oh, they have Golden Baron. And you just have like, I had a game where I had like everything was golden, right? And it was like reborn on every, like it was just like the, the nuttiest composition really possible. And you can really only get that with tests, right? The high rolls are really strong. But one thing you do have to, keep in mind is that if the minions that are not available are like are very specific like oh everyone's going to be playing this one comp if if beasts and demons are in it's a lot harder right because you're going to be dealing with the demon players or you want to go demon players or you know if max elementals blah 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 all the viable options are in then you get a higher variety of of minions and when you're getting the higher variety, it's not like likely you're gonna always see the one you're you're playing or the one you want. So, um, I always like every time there's a new patch, I always hear people saying, "Tess is so good that I won my game. It was amazing." And I'm just like, "Yeah, well, you can't pick Tess every time because it's not going to. You're not gonna get those situations every time. There are gonna be very good lobbies for Tess, right? So if you're paying attention, you know." is what's likely to be played right when usually there's like one like in this particular meta w yes. there are like viable compositions and then the suckers i guess you can just hurt if they're all being herded <laughs> towards the same one you go like hey, now i pick my test right they're yeah. like beasts are out demons are out mechs are out uh you guys are gonna play mob smuggler <laughs> we'll steal your mob smuggler yeah. you know like that's one that's one like less powerful example but like with the frogs you're right on the money there. It's like when, you know, the others are out, the beasts are in, you're like, well, what else are they going to be playing? But yeah, when, when everything is in, test is just test. Like, she's back to not being good because you're going to steal a good comp, but you're going to take 15 in the process. Then that comp's not going to be established yet. And then you're going to take another 15. And it's just like, yeah, it's not a good experience. But yeah, there's some crazy test high rolls. The, uh, I guess the problem is that there are a lot of really insane games where it feels like you couldn't have beaten the tests and people remember those. Right. And then that gets that's how it gets perpetuated that every time a new meta happens and people are playing similar things, Tess is batshit, crazy, broken, completely unbalanced, best hero by far. This is what you hear. This is if you see on uh, if if you're if you're uh, reading Reddit or whatever, you would get that Im impression immediately. Uh, that, you know, Tess is the best hero on the meta right now. Uh, and the same thing happened during the Piggy meta where everyone was playing Piggies. Yeah, she's a lot better, but she's she's not better than like a Jandice. She's not better than a Hook Tusk or anything like that. Uh, it's just that you have these stupid games, right? You have these outliers <laughs> where you grab everything and then you do feel like a god. Uh, but it is, it is still a very dangerous hero inherently to take because that hero power is not helping you out early game. Very true. Uh, yeah, you know, you've got to, you really have to pay attention to what's in and what people are likely to play. It's, it's very easy this patch because you can just look like you don't really have to 
you don't you don't have to play the game out to know what people are going to run right like where before you kind of need to say oh they're running there's someone's running mech someone's running demons you know you, like it would take a while for you to see what people are running and then you could like adjust on the fly but right now you can just kind of look at the the hero selection screen and be like oh i know what people are running this game right so it's a lot easier to be able to tell to make the correct choice when you pick tests but then if you're not you know being careful if you're not uh just looking at <laughs> all the options it, it's very possible to just be like oh test is in i'll take tests oh wait everything's in i'm not getting what i want oh i die you know so you do have to be careful with this hero but i felt you know tess is getting you know that love that she gets every time uh there's a new patch but you gotta be careful I just gotta give you those warning signs it's not a snap pick every single time it's more of a what's in let's be careful okay be sereno only dragons are really viable here okay but test makes a lot of sense because it's a very high likelihood that at least four or five people are going to be playing the viable composition and being able to take those pieces very quickly and and efficiently i should be the strongest one so um just gotta be aware of that and careful but other than that you know good hero i mean when it works <laughs> it's very strong <laughs> I, I think frogs in particular like work really well with her because we we specifically said demons out mm -hmm. and the reason for that is that demons accelerate the game uh, because doomsayer just gives you more resources the doomsayer players have more cards on the board there will be a higher tavern to your level and as a result whenever they beat people they're going to be dealing closer to 15 until somebody dies if you're losing to a beast build a lot of the time it's like two tokens on board at the end and you're taking seven or eight max and in those kind of games tess has more time to steal the cards like you can lose to a beast build but you're not getting mauled especially if someone's already died you can just take 25 from a demon player quite easily if there's two unkillable urzels the rest stays alive it's like oh my entire board went into that urzel uh, or those urzels and, and nothing nothing happened Whereas with a beast build, you know, you're gonna kill the frog, you're gonna kill the macaw, you're you know, you're probably gonna end up killing the baron, or they don't have a baron yet. And that's a lot less phase damage you're taking for stealing your board. Very, very, very true. So um overall, viable hero, you have to be careful when you pick it. Uh, but if picked in the right situation, really, really good, really, really strong. So just Wanted to give a give a little shout out as we do almost every time. Hey Tess, interesting hero. <laughs> yeah, playable uh, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, next thing we're talking about, I want to talk about uh, one of these minions that I really don't see ever get touched these days. Uh, salt scale honcho. Uh, so this was really added up to shake shake the meta right. All these new cards. Right, this one then it's like, damn, you know, Merlocks get plus one health, amazing. It's on two, you can get it early. Oh, imagine the triple, that's four. Four health from Merlock, but I never see this card. I, I literally never, <laughs> never see it. So, like, Flurk can play Merlocks in his meta. Surprise, right? What else is Flurk gonna play? And, and I don't think Flurk is pure garbage anymore, but of course, the meta comps are so strong that you know until we see nerfs it's pretty much suicide to go murlocs so uh, what you're I, saying I, is murlocs are pure garbage 
<laughs> yes, yes. Well, I, no, I mean, I do lose to some flurks from time to time. I got to say that. I do lose to some flurks, but I, usually it's... I do not. So yeah, okay. <laughs> but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is when you have that guaranteed Murloc income, right, where they can just sell and buy more Murlocs, like having a golden copy of this on the board is not too bad. It's... Uh... I think it's particularly when you don't have demons to compete with, right? Because demons just scale so fast, deal so much face damage. And and these. You know. So, yeah, but Flurk would get time to play as Murlocs, right, in a peace lobby, but wouldn't really get time in a demon lobby. Sure, uh, but if if beasts get time to play their beasts, then you lose anyways, right? Because like there's some yeah, but I mean you, you can still get second place. Well, well, also if quillbores aren't in, it's not impossible for you to zap their baron. I, I still fight a decent amount so, of players okay. that don't have proper baron protection. Okay. So so what I do if quillbores aren't in is I take the one four. Yes, right. and then I just but drop. Not that. a lot of people do that. Okay. Not a lot of people do that. So uh, that you see, that doesn't work against me. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> also, also, what people tend to do is they have the Rat Pack, right? Yeah. And they say, "Oh, my Baron has three power. My Rat Pack will soak it." But what happens is they go first. Their Frog dies, buffs the Rat buffs Pack. The rat Boom! Pack. You yeah. still hit the Baron. Yeah. Like I've killed two people in that identical way where they had the Rat Pack and they thought they were Zap proof. But they went first, and then of course, yeah, the frog goes somewhere. The chance that it buffs the rat is reasonably high, given that they have a baron, so the proc's gonna happen twice, and they just get owned by the zap anyway. That's so, why you have two rat packs. You see, you play around. Yeah. <laughs> I went, <laughs> I went into the finals with like golden zap, regular zap. That's <laughs> one point where I'm like, I'm coming after the baron, bro. <laughs> yeah, that that might get me. <laughs> <laughs> when you got the golden that's a little too much yeah. yeah that's why you really don't want to lose right yeah. believe it or not i lost that game <laughs> because it was either an edwin or a vulgin and the baron was like the second or highest attack minion on the board but still i sniped an entire two rat packs with that golden zap then i killed a high main and the two two so all their death rattles were gone didn't matter just Baron stuck, they that frog, so they still won. So it's so the exponential scaling is so insane when the Baron sticks that even a golden regular zap the comp then wasn't enough to beat uh, that shit. But that, that's an outline, right? And that's we, a whole we're talking about oh, Murlocs have a chance, and here you go. <laughs> giving us the story of them. I sniped their barons <laughs> and their and their rad facts and their iron. <laughs> 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 yeah so long story short murloc bad don't play murloc for now yeah uh, a little bit sad but yeah I, unfortunately i i do think murlocs i mean it, it could be better when some of the stronger cards are nerfed right but i still get the feeling that it it's still going to be tough for murlocs even even like after the the nerfs or the changes so it's, it's gonna be quite a bit weird but um yeah, I just wanted to talk about it, just like kind of saying, hey, you know, this card was supposed to do something and really hasn't done anything. It's kind of like an insta skip for a lot of players, especially this meta. So, yeah. Anyways, next thing I wanted to talk about the problem children in the meta. We talked about it a little bit last week, but now I can contribute, you know, there's like three cards 
they're really uh you know kind of dictating what everyone else does you know if these cards are in then pretty much most of the lobby these days know what they're doing and they're gonna they're gonna make sure they have some piece of this in in their composition so it's it's always so funny where i'll see someone with like a completely different comp and then they'll have like a doomsayer or like a completely yes. different comp <laughs> And then they'll have like a leapfrogger. Like, it's like a rat of frog in there. <laughs> just, yes. just like, it, it makes no sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> but then they have I, these comps, these uh, pieces, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, uh, just in case. <laughs> it's so good. I I had that exact experience when I had a Floric with six Murlocs and then a Doomsayer <laughs> in the do back, it. and just yeah. like, he's selling those demons for Murlocs because mm -hmm. it makes sense, you yeah. <sighs> and it's just like yeah i mean these are these are problems these are definitely kind of an issue um pretty much has dictated the medicines they've come in and um you know these are the ones i think are prime targets for nerfs um next week right like these are the ones where if they don't get changed pitchforks are coming out something's wrong you know like with the blizzard design like if you know like <laughs> legitimately if these don't get touched at all there's <laughs> they're they're doing something they're not see, playing the same game we are um but yeah i i, I just kind of want to talk a little bit about like uh the cards and like how we would change them should they stay you know even you know like what are the thoughts on the meta and, and even avenge and and all that synergy and, and stuff like that just uh, just wanted to you know discuss them as as a whole and see um was there is there like something problematic with some of their design or like where they're placed you know their their costs like there's a lot of like little things that could be touched to to nerf them i really don't think like um stat changes would do anything right like you could you can make some of these cards like a zero one and they'd still be played, right? Like, I mean, let's say, you know, you, well, maybe not, well, Leapfrog, I guess you taunted. So you'd still play Leap. Like, let's say you made every, all of these a zero one. I think everyone would well, still play. The, the the problem with that is they, they don't pull their own weights in the fights then, right? So you're just bleeding out faster. Uh, I'm not saying, well, Leapfrogger, to pick it up earlier with, you know, right now it's already somewhat of a liability to pick up frogs early. In my Is experience, it? It, it hasn't been for me. Like as a three, okay. three, because I uh, as long as you have another beast, at least. Yes. Yes. Okay. You need another. Well, that's the thing, right? Like just pick frog with no beast. That's oh, what I mean. Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of bad. But, but yeah, no. I mean, that, what I what I would bring up is more like uh, specific. Blah 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 blah. Yes. Overall, I would say that stat changes aren't the way to go. Right. Uh, you, but to, to drive it as far as oh, you'd play them as zero and ones. Not a hundred percent sure right now. Uh, I mean, I think I think I would. To be fair, like, um, like let's say Doomsayer was a zero one. I Doomsayer would, very specifically. I would. Touch, yes. yeah, yeah. But it also means that it doesn't survive anything. Right? Yeah, it, and and I would say well smugglers, you don't pick it for the two four power. <laughs> no, but you can pick it up early and not get completely smashed in fights, right? You can pick up two of these without a dragon and you feel pretty good about yourself. But if it's two zero ones, two eggs that don't pop anything, essentially, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I think you're, you you might be underestimating just you, how much tempo you uh, lose. Okay, I guess with Well Smuggler maybe not, but Doomslayer, yeah, and I think Frog with a Houndmaster. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> 
you gotta get that how master taught uh essentially but yeah uh, I, th this is just an example i'm just throwing out a random example anyways i'm just saying like stats are not the way to go but uh in terms of like nerfs right i think a lot of times um you know they tend to make it like not crazy right the two two is probably gonna do one one two health we kind of talked about this a little bit before right we're, we're assuming two health is gonna go to one health uh, we think Avenge is going to go to four, right? Just that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, so like the Blizzard philosophy is change as little as possible with as high as an impact, right? Like yeah. Elise map from two to three, boom, <laughs> straight that, unplayable. Yeah, uh, it's crazy though, right? I, like, <laughs> I thought Elise would like maybe have a chance, but no, just. This, this is the this is the thing where you have hope, right? Because you might look at these cards and they're so strong right now, but you're like, no, they're gonna change a three to a four, and that's gonna feel like crap or something, right? So that's the uh, that's the hope I have right now. Where you know the the nerfs they should hit them hard. Where Hearthstone such a right being yeah, Doomsayer needs to be taken out. Just you know. You wouldn't mind if these cards get removed, right? We talked about it last week. Yes. Just care. Bring me back to my previous meta. Take me to my happy place. That was good. <laughs> I go to tier six. I play faces. I get some rags, some gars. This was this was the good life, right? Yeah. So yeah. No, I mean I'm I'm more than happy to learn a new meta with, but it needs to be reasonable, right? When when I had two triples on hook disc and I went for two three drops. This this was silliness, right? This cannot continue, right? Like, and I'm pretty sure it was correct, which is the, the most stupid part about it. Like, that is complete silliness that cannot continue. It's just not a good way to play the game. Uh, the good stuff needs to be on five, needs to be on six. Otherwise, why are we leveling? You know, there's no point to it. Would would moving like Frogger to like five or six would that fix anything? Like, it would just become a Goldrin. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's like the solution either so let's say you put frog let's say you stat adjust frogger right you make it a little beefier you put it sure. on the five or six it's a four four now amazing well the, the the thing with frogger is people need to roll on four to get the reborn to get the macaws to triple into baron so not knowing whether you're going to have a frog or not that hurts that comp a lot I guess that's the thing. Like knowing that you're gonna have a frog because you rolled into it on two, or you know, you're gonna have a golden frog or two frogs or whatnot, that that helps you a lot. So I think yeah, if you move it to five or six, that definitely impacts the comp a lot because your your early and your mid game needs to be very different. You kind of need to play something else. Else and then transition. Into yeah, because right now people are playing frogs in their comp yeah. and they're not even that weak because if you get two frogs and some death rattle beasts to get a rat pack, that's kind of good. That's true. It, it it wouldn't be like beast comp into like fleshed out a frog comp. It would be like something else into beast comp, you know? Yeah. So you'd more like transition into it. So you'd like, I don't know, maybe get an early mama or something, play mama and then yeah. swap it out. Kind of how you get the gold ring. The gold ring, right? right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you get the gold ring, you like you, you tripled into a mama or something, or you just, you play the golden spawn with the car, blah, 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 blah. It'd be very similar, so it would it would change how you play the comp. I think there'd also be less of them in the pool, just you know, so you'd see less comp, you see less beasts or less yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. as well. So that is People pretty be, important. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, it, 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 like every time I, I think about moving uh, minions in tiers, I always think about the, um, the 2 3 Murloc uh, that used to be on 2. It got moved to three, and then like that changed Murlocs completely. Like Murlocs used to be like the king, where you you could get the uh, the two three. Oh yeah, you two seers. Or... Yeah, yeah, the seer. It used to be on yeah. two, so you you were just That's like so insane. Yeah, when you think about it, you got so many of them, and you yeah. could play Murlocs super early. Everyone's going Murlocs, yeah. And then they just moved it to three. That like that was all it took. I well, they did another thing. I think they moved. Um, they did something else as well, but like moving it to three really changed how strong Murlocs were in the in the early game. So I, I, I always like respect moving minions up a tier or down a tier. Like I I think it it does change things a lot. Just seeing less of it, and then having to like base your triple off hitting that one card or or so. So uh interesting well smuggler we don't really talk about too much but i still think it's uh it's an impactful card and that i it it had this the spotlight at the beginning because it was bugged but now that without the bug it, it it's less of a spotlight but it's still it's still strong you know it, it just kind of yeah. requires more like uh synergy i guess in, in itself like you can't just like so run. they they haven't fixed the gem interaction yet with moving the stack, so I don't think they will. That, you know, like I don't so, think I don't think that's that will get touched, right? Because it's not it's, like no one complains about it. You know, yeah, I, mean? I will just continue abusing it. Like that crazy reminds this. me of of the my like on the next topic. I should talk about that is in there too. Sure. Yeah, as a, that's I, true. It's just I I think we, we you know um, we said whelp smuggler just half the buffs that's the easiest way for blizzard to fix it turn a what all they got to change on the card is turn plus two health into plus one health um and that that definitely makes the cards less crazy um effectively changes like effectively halves the bonus scaling right so right now you still see cthulhu's donkey rolling for this card right donkey rolling would mean just rolling purely for i guess dragons you're donkey rolling for dragons and gem smuggler so you're not picking up anything else and that's still pretty unhealthy and and i did it myself this morning and i got first place <laughs> and i was like yep this is because uh, there's there's also the, the the problem is that they also made this card who just gets like 300 attack when the late game out of nowhere where you have this uh <laughs> this one three that just keeps doubling its attack like you can't just combine that with a bulb smoke and be like unlimited health, unlimited attack, three hundred, three hundred. Let's go. That's, yeah, it's a pretty silly minion at that stage. Uh, yeah, dragons. Dragons do have an obscene amount of health in the late game right now. So you know, cutting the scaling in half will make it a lot easier. And then then you don't have this bullshit where you're thinking, oh, should I kick my smuggler for a Caligos? I don't know about that, man. Like, <laughs> you I, have a golden I, smuggler I on the board. Like, uh, was it yesterday? I was just like, yeah, I, I don't think this Caligos is better. Actually, well, I actually just ran double Kelly, double wealth. And I was like, yep. Yeah, well, it depends on who you're fighting, of course, right? Does the bonus health make a lot of sense? Do they have really high attack? Uh, do they have poisons? Blah, 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 blah. So... The, uh, but it should never, in my opinion, be the case that you have a Caligos and a Whelp Smuggler and you're actually thinking, hmm, which one am I going to play, right? Come on. 
your dragons. That's a Caligos. Like, yeah. One battle cry so, was like what plus ten health or something like that. I was like, okay. Stupid amount, yeah. <laughs> Wait, are the Cali are the Cali triggers separate for the smuggler? They're separate if they're they're to get like I, I oh, ended yeah. up tripling I, it. And then I it, guess. and then it went yeah. and it was like six health afterwards. I was like, damn. Sure. You know, Should have kept two calories. Should have yeah, kept yeah. two calories. Yeah. You know, it was. I was like, damn. No, that's true. That makes sense. That's two separate cards. Yeah. I didn't even thought of that. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that's so silly. <laughs> that's out. two separate triggers for Malakar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, like we can move on, right? We've uh, talked about the problem, children in the the meta right now. Yeah. I but, mean, everyone's uh, already talked about these cards to death. Nerf them. Get them. Yeah. Get them out of here. You know, I, I'm fine with that right now. I'll move it on. A bus, you know. So we've talked about the strong cards. What about some of the, uh, you know, the other archetypes that don't get any play? You know, pirates, you don't really see them. Murlocs, you don't really see them. Quillbores that aren't gem splitter, you don't really see them. <laughs> you a gem splitter? No, get out of my car. Get out of my car. If you are ground, like you can bring your buddy ground shaker, but only if we, you know, you bring a lot of gems with you, right? Yeah, yeah. So. And, and even that one four, like that one four is just used to make barons bigger. You know, what's Dream my them? yeah? What's my purpose? I make barons bigger. Oh my god! <laughs> I make sure Baron doesn't die to zap. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, little bit sad. You know, an interesting stat I saw about shipwright is if you pick this card you have the highest chance of losing like this is like because <laughs> you don't know the meta <laughs> if this you if you play right? this card you're this the, it gives you the highest chance of losing the game <laughs> i think it's because it's the type of player that picks the card right now Maybe. i so th it's it's because we are in this hard force meta where you look at the shop, the, does the shop, you know, have either like insanely good minions for your composition or the broken minions we talked about? If not, roller level. And shipwright is never part of, oh, this is sick for my board, old, or this is like an OP card. So shipwright is never in that must buy scenario. So yeah. if you're buying shipwrights, then yeah. Yeah, you might be right. It, it might not be that this card is like, absolute garbage trash it's a three, it's yeah. a three four right but it's yeah more of, who's playing this card yeah why why you know you're just like you're just delaying the composition that you're actually after by what? buying this thing has zero synergy like yeah. sure it spawns a pirate in the shop no one cares yeah. i think that's very true it's like if you are you know uh what is the word uh not drunk sober enough to buy this card you're doing something wrong you know that kind of thing <laughs> but yeah i i do think some of these cards could use a little above love or not just the card but the archetype they belong to right i don't think pirates are like super crazy right like double hogger you know with that um that card that yeah like that's pretty value valuable but you need like double hogger right like the, yeah. the the requirement well, is kind of high to be honest that's just pirates though right pirates that's uh you know assuming that scally comp is viable again well it's not like it's not viable right but you just don't see it very often because it's so overshadowed by the other compositions yeah. 
Um, pirates are played in those two ways, where it's Kelly Compadalizes or it's Double Hogger. And I think that's okay. That's their that's their identity. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. Uh, I think Eliza is, you know, especially, you know, let's say we assume previous meta standard in terms of numbers after the nerf, where we don't get 200 health dragons routinely on the board. We don't get these uh, insanely crazy beast comps or these super nasty demon boards then you know scally comp is probably you know eliza is probably back to being good so i don't think pirates necessarily need that much love in that regard to where it's just nerf the other things and then double hogger and eliza you're naturally going to see more of that you know that makes me a little bit sad because i remember when they were talking about this um minion rework they're like oh we're gonna you know create different ways to play you know these these uh, minion types you know like pirates are getting a new identity <laughs> you know like they, they said that you know and i was just I like know. Just, yeah. here we are and it's just like oh yeah i can't wait to you know play a double hugger again or double eliza scan like nothing is changed except that it, it sucks <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they have a little bit of hogger support with Peggy now, right? So, but I think if you were a good, experienced double hogger player, you don't need Peggy, right? Like, no, you, you don't. know, you just get unlimited. If you're a competent, if you're an experienced, competent player, you get unlimited gold. You know what to do with that. You make a board full of Amalgadons, you get these giant ass salty looters with Golden Baron, Golden Selfless, right? You're very strong. Uh, yeah, I, I guess the thing they were really going for was Nosy Looter, but yeah. You know, I, I cannot predict whether that card is suddenly going to be like, oh, cool, I tripled oh. into a nosy after the nerfs. But right now, it's just too slow. Pretty much always too slow. I did. I was playing Reno. I got nosy looted in Golden. Oh, and, okay. How'd and, I go? How'd I, I go? won the game. I, I, hey. I transitioned it to Kelly. <laughs> I'm just going to be Yeah, honest. yeah, fair, whatever. <laughs> but I won the game. I was like, oh, this worked out. And the chat was like, yeah, that's because you're playing. <laughs> I would have died here. <laughs> like, oh, I made it work. You know, you get two mm -hmm. coins a turn. Like, that's pretty good, right? It reminded me of, like, early, um, you know, the Death Rattle gold card, right? Like, just kind of the same thing where yeah. you're just getting two extra gold per turn. Like, that, that can be really valuable. Right. I was watching an XQ endgame where he did Golden the other pirate, the 4-4, which is the replacement to the coin lady. Uh, oh, so that's he was the getting one I hero powered. Oh, I thought you What's... hero powered Nosy. What's Nosy do? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay, so you said two cards a turn, and yeah. I was assuming, yeah, Nosy Looter will give you the triple and then the discovery. That's two cards, sure. Uh, Nosy Looter is the tier six minion. Oh no no no! no that no, no, no. gives you a golden I, minion. I got the gold one. Who cares what? No Nosy no no! Is? I get you. I get you. So <laughs> that's what we're talking. Yeah, of course. So you did exactly the same thing, right? You golden that four four. You got two coins. It's also an eight eight, which is better yeah, than yeah. the six six, right? Yeah. And and the the cool thing is the damn thing doesn't have to die. So you're not gonna st sit exactly. there and be like, no, my money didn't die. No. Because that was the worst, right? You you hear up our your money on Reno, you're like, no, it survived. Disaster. So no, no, I, I think that's I've fair. never touched that card ever since the beginning. That's that's <laughs> the thing, right? So today I had a board where I had two nosy looters on my board because I had an Eliza, and I was like, surely. And then I took 20 from a demon player and died. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, well, 
stop me next time i want to be cute chat like just shady what are you buying these stupid pirates for just buy some big fernals get some results stop trying to innovate this is not you know this is not, this the, is not the meta, meta. yeah exactly i was i was actually you know talking about that on my stream where i said you know guys there's probably other ways to play the game and there's nuances and there's little things but given that the nerfs have been announced for this month it's just not worth it just keep spamming what you know is strong keep refining that and then once the nerfs are in then start experimenting start being like oh maybe there's this little way where i can play these cards and because right now it's all just wasted effort and your return on investment is so small compared to just all right let me just play demon let me just play frog let me just play dragon etc well yeah that's very true it's it's just not it doesn't make too much sense to experiment right now when people are not going to be experimenting so you'll get absolutely destroyed like you're 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 trying to play test at like difficulty 100 when you could just like wait a week and like play in you know difficulty 10 where it's like you're used to it so you can actually like get away with some of the little intricacies of like optimization here 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 right it, it doesn't work when everyone's just playing like azul or something and just gonna smack you for 50 I do agree with that. A little bit sad. But, um, you know, that's Pirates. <laughs> I haven't really, really talked about it. You know, Quilvers and Murlocs either. But I, I think that it's kind of the same thing uh, where they just don't feel strong enough right now. And I don't know. I don't know if, like, the nerf to the other three will make these archetypes rise up, right? Like, um, so Murloc, Quillbore, Pirates. Those are the ones we're talking about. And Green Thumb, you know, neutral minions. Yes, when when's Tyr when's Tyrion coming back? You know, I need those Tyrion strats. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I just maybe when the meta slows down a bit, but right now Green Thumb, it just doesn't feel good now. I think it's because it's plus two plus one. Like if it gave two health, right? It feels a lot better. Plus two. Like giving the uh or, or even plus one plus two, plus one, just plus like two, two health, health right? Yeah, two. Right. We we know that, right? Health yeah. is the relevant step. If Bob yeah. Smuggler gave two attack, no one gives a shit, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Cute card, I guess, right? Let's get let's build some smart dragons. Oh <laughs> but two health, holy crap, that thing is never dying. So I, I think that's just the problem I have with Green Thumb, where even if you have to make it work, I'm looking at my card and like, huh. Three extra health for all that work. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of my cup. <laughs> so yeah, maybe if they switch it around and it gave health or tutu, right? Like tutu is also fine. Just just make it give two health and then maybe it feels a little bit more relevant when you actually get it. Or you can make it avenge one. Just saying, yeah. Let's not. Let's not. Let's go from one crazy avenge card into another. Just change it. Get the green thumb meta, right? People just hard only for green thumb. <laughs> and it's always in. It's always in. <sighs> that sounds uh, so busted. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, right. Back to complaining. But yeah, I I, I do think uh, I don't know, flat tusk feels super weird due to the jump splitter for me as well. Like just cause like whatever flat tusk could do, jump splitter does it better, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, like I, I, it's a three really drop. Don't, uh, it's, I, I don't uh, know where they went with that design philosophy on Gem Splitter. 
And I think they may have also backed themselves in a corner in terms of nerfing it because that thing gives one gem for one shields. Gem, yeah, so it's like, yeah. One yeah, gem that, for that, two that, shields. You know, they're going to flat yeah, test they're it. Gonna, like, you're gonna, like, <laughs> or shield avenge, where it's like two shields have to die. <laughs> Well, they, they can always say like, okay, we'll turn it into a four drop, we'll turn it into a five drop, right? So they can nerf it that way. But that is the card that I have been, you know, like pegging as the, oh, these cards are going to be nerfed. Oh, well, welcome to these cards. These are the cards I've been playing with for a while. And you'll, you'll bring us to our next topic, Shady. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, right, right into it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go to the, the hidden OP stuff. The hidden so, OP, so, baby. So, so I, I don't know if Mechrel's hidden OP. Well, <laughs> I guess he's not playing Because I, I, I think they're not getting nerfed next patch. That's what I mean by hidden OP. Like, sure. these cards okay. are not getting nerfed next patch. And then people are going to be like, oh, wow. Wow. This card's in the game. Wow. I didn't sure. well, you so know. We could, have, we could have titled this shit you'll be playing after the nerf. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's 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 very true. This I, I I I think because the big three are so like visible, so everyone's talking about those. The other stuff that people can like that can be abused, but people aren't talking about will just like go into the limelight. Yeah. And it just kind of makes me sad because it's like, ah, oh, you could nerf these too. Like, I mean, you know, but I, I'm, I'd be really surprised if they touch any gotta, of these cards. You got to give the people time to get fed up with the new but, OP. Then, but I'm already fed up with them. Then nerf it. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like the general player base has not yet been pressured enough to say, this card is fucking bullshit. <laughs> this card is so dumb. Oh, man. But, yeah. Let's. <sighs> Let's go straight into it, Collins. Which which of these cards do you think do is either like the most BS? Yeah, yeah. Let's just go with the card you hate the most out of that. Can you guess? <laughs> it's Prester. No, it's Macro. I hate Macro, dude. All <laughs> right. I say, well, you love Prester then, right? I you Prester a... would be number two, I think. But okay. You, you know, no, 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 that's true. You do have this. I wasn't there for that. Like, well, I was there for a little bit, but I wasn't there for that prime, like, holy mackerel meta. Um, I get uh, that. I'm so tired of, of this. Like, it, it's. I, I it, feel like I never really struggle with it. Though, it's because Prester's of, in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? You just like, destroy it with a Prester. But I also, know. ghoul, right? You just ghoul their board. Like, I feel like you're mega vulnerable to ghoul. Well, usually they have a reset for their deflecto. So they're, like, even if you. Ghoul, yeah, but. Like, okay, but isn't their board like six shields and a mechrol or like five shields and a mechrol? Aren't they super fucking handicapped if you usually usually they've been using Omega Buster? So it's been like Omega Buster and then like the three six and then like sure. a Baron and like two of these macros. Well, oh, 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 the, the problem with that build is Omega Buster attacks, dies, mm -hmm. does not reset, summons a token, token attacks, dies, does not reset. So you need to like the moment you attack the same mackerel twice it's over for them and i feel like it's also quite difficult to set up no i mean i know i've played it enough myself i know it's quite difficult to set up not only two holy mackerels but two holy mackerels that have enough stats to be a threat so well, you, i feel like what you're, there's, what there's you're different describing ways here is of using, like, there's different ways so i've seen one where you're you're relying on a mega buster i've seen one you're relying on grease spot i guess i guess grease spot yeah. has more of the um 
a ghoul counter, I guess, where you can just but like the reason the reason why I bring it up is because I've played it myself where I have Omega Buster and I have this fish, and I just get this like conflicting feeling where I'm just well, I have this taunted macro and I want to keep well, it resetting. The, the, but also the macros are not taunted. Is is where oh was... their macros are not taunted. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. it's not taunted. So so they're just going for the well. I'll have like 40, 40, yeah, macros. Hope you just have... ping pong. Yeah, ping yeah, pong yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's not. It's not like that. That is frustrating when the ping pong actually happens. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, tell me about it. It's so annoying. You know? Like Prester, I will admit, just like absolutely smash this. <laughs> There's like, I, I think I actually yeah. lost though. I, I think I fought a comp like this and I lost because he lucked he lucked out, he RNG'd me uh to victory and i was just like yeah i can't i shouldn't have lost but hey you know macros are op kind of thing so maybe that's why but yeah I, i'm not a big fan of of macro at all like i think yeah it's very it can be a very frustrating uh thing to play against absolutely so collins is thinking oh no people are gonna pick more macros yeah they, have to do this they thing, are so they definitely no. are for sure uh, just because yeah. it 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 can almost contest this meta, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I play yeah, yeah yeah for sure. I I I think gem splitter is a big part of that, right? Where if you do get, like I had this today, like golden gem splitter with like necklace. ten gems per turn, right? Like just easy. yeah, you get a pumba that's plus twenty plus twenty. Yeah. It's just like plus twenty plus twenty on my macro is pretty good, you know. <laughs> it's like bring it on, dragons. Uh, and then they play a Prester and like, well, not like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, nerf, and like, imagine they nerf all the other stuff, right? And this is almost yeah, yeah. strong enough to contest. Like, this is going to be the new OP. You know, it's it's yeah. going to be so very played. Mechs, mechs will be relevant for sure. Super relevant. Yeah. Uh, so Master of Realities is on there as well, which I think a lot of people will be like, eh card is pretty damn terrible calls but i don't like but that card's that card's ass have you played with that card before so maybe a little bit of an illustration right uh, I mean, yeah you want to you want to go, wanna, go, take no, go for it go so i i think specifically millhouse makes this card problematic where you can play this card with other heroes and so for anyone who's not aware how does this card work you don't play it with rag or you know it's not like exclusively where you can't have a rag on the board with this thing but you get it going with molten rock you get it going with major domo you get it going with party elemental and then you suddenly have oh i play an elemental this thing gets plus three plus three plus four plus four and yeah that goes very fast when you're playing millhouse and there is this other card which is a real culprit behind that engine it's the um the it's not four. refreshing enough yeah it's it's the five four that refreshes i don't know it's what its name is again but Especially if you four. golden it. Sorry? Refreshing 5-4. Refreshing 5-4. <laughs> yeah, refre refreshing anomaly thing on 4. <laughs> uh, so essentially that card says whenever you play an elemental, your next reroll is 0. You're playing Millhouse, so rerolling is very expensive because your minions only cost 2 gold. Uh, so now you are effectively rolling for 0 in most of your turns, which is insane. Um, I had a game today where I had two of these Master of Realities go to 200 200 no problem where you just pump 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 and it's fun to play don't get me wrong but man if everything else gets nerfed holy crap millhouse is gonna just have a field day whenever 
elementals are in because this is already winning lobbies in um you know like i specifically try to play this when demons are out just because the tempo of the lobby is a right. little lower so you don't get smacked for 15 by some high roller while you're trying to set up but yeah it's uh every time i triple in this card as millhouse i know what to do to that game and if you add Nomi early, then it gets even crazier. Yeah, so that's something I'm afraid for or I'm afraid of. When the nerfs happen, I, I can't imagine them nerfing the reroll <laughs> elemental. I can't imagine them nerfing Master of Realities. So yeah, that thing is absolutely going to be a threat uh, when Melhouse is in. Recycling so that's going to be... Ray. Sorry? Yeah, recycling rate of the recycling rate, yeah. So that that is yeah. That is a very specific thing. And I think the the patch is full of those things where you're like, oh, but have you thought about this? But oh, but this is really strong. Like for instance, Gem Splitter George. <laughs> that shit is broken. You can hero power your entire board, and your entire board produces a gem. Like that's probably not okay. So then you, you have Elemental Millhouse, you have Quillboard George. So then we go to this meta where we go like, oh, no, man, Quillboards are in and there's a George. Elementals are in, there's a Millhouse. You start to get this Shudderwalky feeling where you're like, uh -huh, these heroes are looking are in this There's a Shudderwalk. <laughs> yeah, there's a Shudderwalk where there's tokens in. Now, I, I'm assuming there is going to be a nerf, right? If if there's, like, I, I can, I can not really... Patch. Yes, I cannot really give them a I cannot really give them a pass, but I can understand why they were they were doing all the fancy new shit, but they've they have enough data. Shutterwalk is absolutely still a problem. So yeah, they need to either address tokens or Shutterwalk because it's not fun. Uh, I still have it multiple times a day where I'm like, oh, minus fifteen because I fought a Shutterwalk. Zero percent chance I take any less damage than fifteen here. Right. <laughs> yeah, and and gem slitter just feels kind of weird when you compare it to Chaga or Flat Tusk yeah, as a three drop. Units. Yeah, it like this is better than them. Like I would sell my Chaga to <laughs> in the <laughs> sell your Charlie for yeah, the it, 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 in the right setup just to play the gem slitter and be like, yeah, this is better for me. I want a target where I put my seven gems in my hand. You know, like seems a bit weird or strong right it, it, like i don't know well i'm a well i was gonna say i don't know if gem is too strong or chaga is too weak but i know what the problem is just <laughs> <laughs> too strong in, in that it's, you... it's, it's just power creep as well where we don't know if they want to remain around the same power level as what we have been playing because you know power creep has happened right we know this uh, like yeah. boards did get bigger when quill boards were in but when do you want to stop that because this is too much for me where i you, see these you, health totals you these know when i you know when i think there's a problem when your attack and hp becomes so high that you overflow into zero and kill yourself that i think uh <laughs> I think at that point, you... <laughs> but, but then then we are then we are just like memeing, right, and saying like, oh, you know, like, oh, fine, we'll just make that impossible. Still, I find like when you routinely create 200, 300 health right. or for for like uh, three hundred attack minions and stuff, I feel like that's, I don't know, that doesn't feel real anymore. We're just, 
I, I find that also much harder to balance when suddenly say like, oh, yeah, that's true. that's very possible to make those boards. Whereas if we think before the patch, what would be considered a big board? Like having 50, 60, 70, maybe like the Agam had like 90 HP if you were like pumping super hard with a golden Pumba and a flat tusk and we're just like spamming gems. But remember when like, Golden Battlemaster was the nuts? You're yeah. like, whoa, I wow. can't lose like top two guaranteed, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Now you're looking at that and like, damn, that thing has is useless. <laughs> Let me get a Terragosa. <laughs> that, that, that's a little bit better for me. Yeah, it, that it, was, uh, yeah. It's a little weird. I I do agree. The power level of some of the new cards. Uh, and and I guess that's the one thing where I'm afraid that that's not really going to drop enough to get that feel of pre-patch again. But oh well. Probably just an old man reminiscing for simpler days. Uh, Terragosa could go up in here too. I, I will admit, I didn't mention it, but like it, there, the right there is setup, some cool. Yeah. So if they fix it where Whelp Smuggler arm actually sticks, <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, yeah. Because I'm not sure if you're aware, like when you taunt your Terragosa, you and you have an about arm of the it Empire. a little bit. Yeah. 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 It's, so it's not consistent. It doesn't stick. Uh, you get you get the health in combat, and then it goes away again at the end of combat, which obviously is against Terragosa's design. Yeah. So I, let's 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 cover Prester a little bit, by the way, right? Because we haven't really talked. We about... also haven't talked about the dragon gem swapping that uh, as well. All right, right, sure, sure, sure. But we can put um, those in. I mean, they're both dragon mechanics. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll close it in. So one thing, if if the assumed nerf is the health goes to plus one, one yeah. on the whelp smuggler instead of plus two that i think that would help a lot for sure that's not a nerf where you're like oh good job lizard it's not really gonna do anything no that's 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 a big big nerf that's you know half half of the buff is gone but there are still you know let's let's assume that the meta becomes a bit slower paced that now you have you don't have these crazy doomsayer boards anymore people aren't popping off like crazy you won't need as many stats to be suddenly a real threat or to have this board be like, huh, how did you get that big? And there is this particular interaction, which we talked about on a podcast, uh, with the 3 3 gem swapper quill board. Yeah, the necrolite that moves gems from one target to another. Every gem is one trigger for the smuggler. So let's say you have your golden smuggler you are still gaining plus two HP for assuming it's nerfed for every gem moved. If that interaction will not, if that interaction will be considered a feature, not a bug, the same way how Vol'jin can do some fairly buggy things with gems, <laughs> let's be honest, but that's a feature. Blizzard has said, we're not changing that. That's, that's intentional. In this case, let's say, especially with a gem splitter, you build up a stack of, 30, 40 gems on one minion. This is not impossible by any stretch of the imagination. Every time you hit a Necrolite, you are moving 40 gems from one dragon to another. And if it's a golden smuggler, you are adding 80 health. 80, right? So now you can do that and you can just compete with the demon boards. You know, some craziness going on. But let's say everything settles down a little bit. No crazy Frogger boards, no crazy Doomsayer boards. That's 80 health per Necrolite you find 
you know, and, and the, like, let's, we can tone it down a little bit. Let's say 20 gems. Cause like, yeah, four gems, that's a big, pretty big stack. But once again, not impossible if you get either Flatus or you get your gem splitter with some shields on the board. It's, uh, that's still uh, 40 health every time you move 20 gems. Uh, you you also have to remember you're getting point. twenty attack too. Like, <laughs> I love how you're like that doesn't. Well, you're you're, <laughs> you're moving well. I additionally right. Yeah yeah but sure. You're, so you're getting so if you let's say you move twenty twenty worth of gems, the minion will get twenty twenty, but also an additional forty bonus health. Right. I that's what I mean. Okay. So you're that's that's the health you're making out of nowhere. That's like poof new health because. Two the, mana the, plus, the, plus 40 health. Yeah, the, the Necrolite moves stats around, but the 40 health just, just out of nowhere. That's that's extra. That's bonus. Uh, like I had one turn when I was playing this comp where three Necrolites popped in my shop and I was just like, oh, chat, watch this shit. Go the like, Necrolite, right? <laughs> Wait. No. <laughs> oh. It was just like, move, move, move. It was just a bomb, bomb, bomb. It was like this, I don't know, like 300, 400 health dragons. Was very very insane. So yeah, that's an interaction that might become really problematic when Dragon Quillboys are in. The rest gets nerfed. That shit still works. Uh, yeah, will be interesting to see whether you can set it up because obviously it requires some setup. You need the gems. You need to find the whelp smugglers. Yeah. And then Prester itself kind of removes counterplay for some. Uh, particular compositions right like there's a lot of popular comps rely on you know selfless rely on you know mech shield, divine yeah. shield you know even counter matchups right double double dragons right one has nadina one has prester you kind of uh neutralize those those advantages and just make like uh make make trying to play around your opponent's composition irrelevant right like oh yeah they have they're trying to play around my, you know, divine shield and Adina. They have a goal. I just, I'll just remove all of the divine shields of the Prestons and win the game from there. So, when, when dragons already have access to divine shields themselves, right? Being able to neutralize your opponent's divine shields kind of makes, uh, you know, it creates a situation where there's not anything you can do on your side of the board to counteract what they're doing. You know, they have Nadina Prester and Big Dragons. What what's gonna counter that yourself? You know, if you if you're not running the exact same composition, what are you gonna do to to defeat that? And you know, normally they're good at that, right? They added Ghoul to deal with George stuff, they've added Spore to deal with, you know, big elementals at the time, things like that. But this Prester does not really a, like a counter. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I'll just zap my three five. Pre no, it's a it's a fifty fifty now. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> that doesn't work. You know, there's not really. Um... You can't play. You do not play shields essentially. Yeah, it was so sad actually that I sold my golden baron when I had a golden selfless because my opponent had a prestors and I was like, well, there is just not that much value in divine shielding my whole board. And when you are in the late game and you don't really want to play Golden Selfless Baron, that's when you know something's off. I don't know. Late game, not adding complete shields to your board. I just don't see why this card needs why this card needs exists, to exist when Ghoul yeah. is there. Like Ghoul is 
you know, Ghoul has some counterplay to it. Ghoul has some mind games to it. Oh, I'm going to put myself as third, right? They go to, they go first with their Ghoul. Then I'm going to absorb, blah, 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 blah. Or, oh, I'm going to put my Ghoul in the second position. Uh, try to get their Nadina to go off first, and then I will Ghoul. That's skill testing. That's cool. Of course, some RNG involved, as with everything in this game. But Prestor is just, nope. No shields for you under no conditions. Every time I attack one of your units, it will not have a shield. That's BS. Right? I don't, like you said, no counterplay. Yeah, I don't think they were thinking about how this actually interacted in the meta. I think what happened is, okay, we need to change some cards. Oh, let's change the 5-6. Okay, the 5-6 deals 3 to the front. No, no, no. Let's just make a cooler version that people will play. Okay, let's just have it deal 3 to whatever your dragon attacks. That sounds right. cool. No, no, no. Let's, let's ship it. I would be very surprised <laughs> if they it. didn't think about a Divine Shield interaction with yeah, this. I don't, I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't really feel like that's what they were thinking. I don't think they were like, let's remove divine shields for dragon players. Like I don't think that came into their mind. I think they were just <laughs> working on the five six. They wanted to change it. And then they're just like, okay, let's just make it dragon synergistic and let's have dragons deal three. Cool. And then they, they were like, all right, this is pretty cool against Divine Shields. That's a cool interaction, blah, blah, blah. Right? They were not thinking, oh, what about endgame comms when you have Nadina, Prester, and a full board of Divine sure, Shields? Sure, sure, but you've, like, still, you've still seen this interact, and then you still be like, yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's I, keep it in. Let's I, keep think, it in. I think so. Like, they saw it, and they are like, yeah, this is not a problem. You know what I mean? And, and Just, now, it's, yeah, go now that people are playing with it and being like, uh, no one's talking about it. This is my issue. But like, next patch. <laughs> yeah, people will wrap because yeah. what this is. This is the really. This is going to be the really frustrating part. It is going to be correct to play mech, but then there is one or two people with oppressors, and you face them, and you're just like your entire comp stops working, and it's that's and, so and, BS. And the annoying thing is like you could not be playing dragons. You could just be playing amalgams. And you're, oh yeah, yeah, just Prester. I have two amalgams with Divine Shield. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that kills four minions for free. Like like the Wind Fury as well, right? Yeah. Like bam, bam, yeah. It's like how how is that? Uh, like when a Wind Fury amalgam just goes into a spore and it's like, bang, <laughs> pings the spore with the three damage. That's yeah. That, that's <sighs> something that I've already looked at when when I'm in an end game situation and I'm fighting a dragon player. I'm just like mm, my spore. I don't want it too early because then it goes into the shield created by the Nadina, but I can't put it too late because then if my taunts are dead, they might pester it. So that was a very like, ooh, where does the spore go? Is it third? Is it fourth? Is it... Yeah. So that was uh so long story short, cart does not need <laughs> cart does not need to exist, but cart exists anyway, just creating very frustrating positions when you know, just be a George in a dragon lobby. It's just like wow. Okay, press through my entire board. I got complete. Be completely honest. It's mostly me doing this to my opponent. Yeah, me like, too. Me too. Of course, I'm not the like, one getting pressed <laughs> these days. It's but most... you know you will be. Yeah, exactly. I and but every time I play, it, yeah, every time I play it, I'm just like, uh uh, this is a problem. You, I'm winning. No one's gonna do this to me later. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh god, I can't imagine where you know when I get hit by this. But right now, like, no one's doing it because everyone's playing the other fancy stuff. But but I just know, oh yeah, next patch is gonna be like this, where everyone's gonna tack this into their compositions, and it's gonna be very annoying. 
but yeah, annoying. Yeah, just potentially, but yeah, that's uh, that's my fear. Like the patch is gonna come out, none of these cards are gonna get touched. Then people are gonna slowly realize these are problems, and then oh, you know, two weeks later, hey, let's actually work on this. But that's like a whole month, essentially. Like yeah. before any of this gets changed. So I'm just imagining the next month is just gonna be like, hey, look at these cards. <laughs> you know, but that is that is my exact same fear where we're gonna need another nerf round and it's not gonna be fast enough. Yeah, here, here we are like a month early. I'm just you know, we're just putting it out there. These are problems, but yeah. Whatever. We're already bitching about the next <laughs> cards. We're just getting our bitching in a little early, you know. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> Okay, good. All right, well. Let's move it on. Next yeah. section. What do we got here? Oh yeah, macaw poison. Right. I don't have like a. I usually have like a word document for the topics, but uh, not today. But hey, I wanted to talk about this composition because I think this composition is kind of interesting. Um. So. It's, it's not like super popular or common, right? Because it does require a little bit of setup, but when you have it set up, it's pretty cool. Uh, I saw someone showed me uh, like a video of the they had like golden macaw red reborn golden um golden trickster and like two two spores and then there was there yeah. what what happens is like sometimes the trickster hits itself right and then it doubles in value so you'll you'll like you'll start with like a 30 30 health and then it'll double to 60 and then it doubles to 120 right and then that will like hit a spore the spore had like 480 health. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like that's, that's pretty good. That's yeah. that's gonna solo everything, right? right? Like, Poison or bust. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's cool because you can put like selfless in into the comp like pretty easily. It's not like uh, you're fully reliant on having um, just a poison with high health. You can also have divine shields on them too. So, there's quite a bit of uh, decision, or there's this kind of bit of leeway in how you want to run this, right? You don't need Spore too. You could run Murlocs. I don't see that too often, but you could also run um, so the, my Exna too. So yeah. the, the the poison aspect isn't even one hundred percent necessary. Where sure. people sometimes create these boards where they just have unlimited health, and then you'll get there. Right? <laughs> if your units aren't dying, you'll get there one hit at a time. The uh, I think that the fan favorite for this one is Terragosa, where you just keep the number. Uh, so the um the hero that does this composition the best is Vol'jin because oh, yeah. Vol'jin Vol'jin can make the first of all Vol'jin is an easy way to make the trickster bigger from the get-go you just swap something from the shop or you have this uh weaver on your board you swap that to the trickster and suddenly the trickster has a starting good amount of health then you have a Terragosa so in combat the Terragosa will catch the trickster buff she'll have let's say you know 80 health after a good fight or whatever, then you swap that 80 health from the Terragosa to the Trickster. The Trickster now has 80 health. And that's where it really starts scaling where every single turn, you can almost like harvest the Terragosa's health that she acquired, swap it to the Trickster, and things start getting very, very silly very fast. The um, the Poison, I think, is still a good addition because I played this for the first time myself today where I, I thought this comp was a bit more meme and it is very Mimi comp, don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, it's, it's hard to pull off. Like the, the pieces, 
you need you need to be a you need to have beasts in you need to have demons in you need to have dragons in if you want the Terragosa. you need to find the baron you need to you know you need to make sure this trickster has some base stats and all the while you need to also be alive <laughs> so in this high tempo meta uh that's not the easiest thing to pull off but sometimes it comes together and when it does oh my god it felt very very strong like i i killed some beast players with this where i'd be like Haha! because they, they they just had their frog jumps and be like that's not gonna beat 400 health motherfucker it's just like <laughs> that felt very good in the in the mid game to just be like yeah you know do your whole combo i don't care it's not big <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah that's that that sounds satisfying you know let them jump you know let those frogs jump i just kill it <laughs> And then you just imagine the reaction of the beast player be like, that's not fair. You can't just keep printing stats. I was like, that's what you're doing, but you're just not doing it as well. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Sounds Beautiful. good. Yeah, yeah, Beautiful. yeah there, is, there is something very satisfying about beating frog builds when you're just outstanding them. I don't know. I, I still feel for frog builds. You, you know, my, the chat, my chat is like, no sympathy. <laughs> actually for frog yeah there's no sympathy and i'm like no 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 they got unlucky their varin got snared that's so sad (laughs) and they're like no they they deserve it they're the worst scum of the earth i'm just like okay i feel that i feel that i really feel that i i still have sympathy in my heart so it, it i don't i don't get that but yeah uh it, it's definitely uh you know it's definitely a good counter for some of the meta if you can get the setup and and i think it's a fun comp too like i, I that's why i really yes. want to talk about it it's a very fun composition where um you know it, i don't know it's nice to have something with infinite attack and like 500 hp like oh yeah that's that's fun you know so uh and it's not like I mean, it, it is kind of hard to set up right because you you need like the right pieces, and and unless you know this comp exists, you're not really gonna be taking like a trickster and keeping it and trying to buff it and make it strong. Right? But if you do realize you can do this, it is pretty nice. And we did kind of talk about trickster when it was revealed. We're like, ah, we kind of like the attack a little bit more because oh, you know the the attack you could do some real really interesting things with it, but. Uh, there is a place for buffing health, right? Like, especially with poison yeah, minions. Sure. So, uh, it is it is revealing itself, and um, it might even become more refined when you know things get nerfed and things are a little bit more balanced, or maybe it get nerfed itself. I mean, honestly, like I can see this potentially being like, oh, maybe this needs to be looked at as well. So, uh, right now, I don't see it often, if if ever. Right, like I don't think I've seen it ever. I've seen it once, actually. I've seen it um, in my own games once, but it's that's like not common, right? So, um, it's not a popular build, but I do think it has potential whenever it is being played and you have the right setups. It does require like specific minion types to be in. Like you know, if beasts are out, you can't do it. If demons are out, you can't do it. You know, so it requires specific minion types. But if they're all in, then you can you don't die early and you can get the setup then it, it's pretty powerful so i just wanted to talk about this this podcast 
it's it's something that you want to experience before something might get fixed right where blizzard says like you know what probably shouldn't be able to make two million health on your units during the fight so i don't know exactly how right but they'll they'll they might do something where they say you know probably shouldn't be making millions of health so while it's possible experience it yourself maybe it's gonna be possible all meta i have no idea it just it feels like a very weird thing to just allow that if if, uh, if it gets too popular they're gonna nerf it i'm pretty sure yeah, like, it yeah. is it is somewhat game breaking right yeah now. i don't think um it's not gonna be all meta so you know get it while it's hot it's <laughs> yeah that kind of thing it, it, we kind of talked about it with wealth last last week oh yeah you know well i'll have to use it now you can because yeah, yeah. the shit's not gonna stick yeah, yeah. I uh, definitely an interesting composition that people have been working with these days. But yeah, I think that's everything we have this week. Yeah, it is. Any any final thoughts uh, about anything we've talked about so far this week? Mm, final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you just in a weird way just enjoy this while it lasts because you might have you know some other stuff to complain about very very soon <laughs> and then you're just like i don't think so right but maybe at some point you start to think was doomsayer on three really that bad <laughs> probably not but you know just hang in there for any of you guys that play a lot um and are a bit fed up with the meta it's uh there's no other way than that we get some significant nerfs so changes on the way for sure yeah i mean there there's something you can always worry about that uh while they're trying to fix some stuff they create more broken things you know like sometimes when they adjust cards like i remember um the genie right when genie used to be a six they moved it to five then it was like what what the hell is this <laughs> Yeah, back, back in the six and slap a couple of nurse on it too, you know, for good measure. So you know, you always got to be a little bit careful when it comes to, um, you know, these patches, especially like reactionary patches, right? Sometimes, like I, I, I think sometimes it's good, but like sometimes they do over nerf, like when it comes to heroes and and things like that, where the hero becomes goes from playable to unplayable, right? And then like. It stays unplayable for uh, forever. <laughs> you know, they does they don't they don't they don't get the Reno treatment, you know, where it's like, oh here's a small buff to you know, slowly over time making it playable. No. You, you get one like hammer and then there's there's no boot there's no band-aid ever. <laughs> You're just bleeding. How out. low do we need to smash this hero power for it to, to not break it but still be good and like zero? Okay, let's try that. Bang. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what the patch has in store for us, but it's. Like, definitely... I'm, I'm grateful for that. I actually like Reno. I think Reno's fun. Yeah. I actually don't care about Reno whatsoever. So I, you know, I, I wouldn't no have minded. Wouldn't have minded Reno still at two two mana. You know, <laughs> yeah. just just to throw that out there as an anecdote. For, well, not really an anecdote, but what I've been hero powering in this meta, it's not been Doomsayer. It's been Pink Man. Pink because, Man. yeah, the 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 Wrath Weaver on yeah. because. This is this has been my philosophy. I've been thinking about it out loud with chat, and so far it's been making sense. If you have a golden pink man and you roll into a doomsayer, you win. You are in a very yeah. very good position. Yeah. 
That's true. But if you go into three, you're hard rolling for Doomsayer and you're really all in on making a golden. Man, you are in such so a bad behind, spot. Yeah. Holy shit, you're in such a bad spot. Another but, thing is, even if you yeah. do hit the Doomsayer, you can't trip, trigger it that turn. Yeah, you need you need things you don't have to put on the board. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you're already like super behind. As, as well and, and then also now, like don't get me wrong golden doomsayer is phenomenal you're very happy but it's just it's it's felt very safe and I, I guess that's what i'm trying to say is that uh zephyrus same story where i'm using my triples really early where i used two wishes while i was still on tier three so i'm just pulling three drops and pulling four drops just tempo 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 and that's been feeling a lot better in this meta instead of taking damage to get a higher tier minion so i, I think heroes like yeah go sorry we need higher tier minions these days yeah exactly so just what just uh, maybe a little tip for those of you right that are gonna try and grind it out a little bit more uh just being strong early is super good in this meta like it's very very normal because people will hit you in the face because they're trying to discover these powerful early game cards and even if they don't hit a doomsayer you're still getting hit with a collateral three drop that's on the board dealing damage like it doesn't matter if they hit doomsayer or not if that's a salty looter that survives that's still three extra phase damage that you wouldn't have taken in the previous meta where people would be holding their triples yeah that's true but yeah i mean it's interesting meta so far and next week's gonna be also interesting too because <laughs> <laughs> then we get to talk about their changes so, uh, yeah well let's hope let's hope there better be changes dude. <laughs> there better be some changes <laughs> all right yeah send them off Collins. all right thank you guys for joining us this week uh we appreciate it. you can send us some feedback hsbg podcast gmail.com you can find me at educate underscore Collins at twitch or maybe YouTube if you like that. You can find Shady Bunny at Shady Bunny. You know, got to put two U's, two N's, two Y's. Nah, I'm kidding. You can see on the screen, but Bunny is regular. <laughs> and uh, that'll be it for us. We'll see you guys next week. Take care of yourselves and have a wonderful day. Have a good one, everyone.